Well, the USCCB has voted 168 to 55 to do something very, very inefficacious. And the fact that 55 effete, effeminate, old debutantes voted against the lack of uh, efficacy is staggering. And I, I want to go through and talk about a couple of these guys by name. Parish orphans and retrogrades, your U.S. Uh, Conference of Catholic Bishops needs, we have to talk about them. They need to be called out by name. 55 of these guys have voted not only against our Lord, not only against the unborn, not only in favor of the most vile infanticidist of our politicians, but it's a slap in the face. They voted against you and I because they know that they have gotten away with this kind of thing and they can. I'm disgusted, right? 55 of these guys voted against 168 to do something that is very tepid, a half measure so tepid that they today have committed themselves to not much at all, right? They're not naming in their vote uh, Joseph Biden, the president who calls himself a Catholic, goes to church every week, and uh, yet he's the most pro, uh, aggressively pro-abortion U.S. president on record. They, did, they, they opted to take his name out of the document. Instead, all they did is they ratified the drafting of a teaching document that says what the Eucharist is. And there probably will be a couple really hot lines about how one's not supposed to take Eucharist when one is in a state of uh, mortal sin. That, that second grade catechesis is what 55 of these cowards voted against. Let me just say this. The bishops are such an embarrassment. If they call themselves Catholic, then I'm embarrassed to call myself Catholic. These are effeminate, effeminate old cowards. You, are you listening to me, Bishop McElroyal? You are a joke. You are a laughingstock. No one respects you. I understand the life you've carved out for yourself is one of uh, fat-headed meals, right? You eat well. I understand that you're getting away with your scams as you live and breathe, but you're not a spring chicken. You're no longer young. And laugh while you can. That's all I can say, because the unheard cry of the unborn, which only rings out for, for probably several dozens of feet around the country, you know, located in Planned Parenthood locations, is, it goes unheard by the rest of us. And it's a very easy thing to forget about. And on days like today, Bishop McElroy of San Diego, you were actually my bishop for, for a short while when I was in law school. But, you know, it, it, it's prominent. It sticks out. And I remember to call an old ruin of a coward like you out by name. What a disgusting weasel right? You won't even take on the U.S. president who falls under the jurisdiction of Roman Catholicism. Now, most of our presidents don't, but we can actually call this guy to task. 
because he's actually a nominal Catholic. And you voted against taking even the tepid half measure of censuring this old ruin of a present because you're an old ruin of a bishop, aren't you? And let me tell you something. You eat well, you live well as the world judges, as the world weighs. But you are only elevated because you're an effeminate, cowardly joke. And all the Catholics that love Jesus, that take the faith seriously, that love the unborn, that want to protect the unborn, revile you. And you're a laughingstock amongst them. The only people in the world that you're not a laughingstock amongst are, you know, the people that, that wrote this article for The Hill that I'm going to read some excerpts from in a second. People outside of Catholicism that hate Jesus, that hate the sacraments, that hate bishops of erstwhile eras that actually stood for something. They're the only ones that don't think you're a total joke. All of your people, your tribe, Catholics, think you're a total fat-headed old joke with a big flabby body because you're so overstuffed, overfed. Caesar wanted men about him who are fat. So does Satan. He wants men about him who are morally flabby and literally flabby like yourself that don't want to take on real power. What about speaking truth to power? You radical left apparatchik, you big fat-headed moron. What about that? What about speaking truth to power? I thought leftists were supposed to like that sort of thing. Do it now. You missed it, you coward. You a feet old aristocrat. You don't have much time left in your pathetic life. And guess what? Guess what? The clock is ticking. Time waits for no man, my friend. You had the chance to speak truth to power, to call out this old ruin, Biden. You had the power to call him on the carpet, and you didn't. Swing and a miss. And I mean, let's be honest. The, the document itself promises to be vastly underwhelming. So even the, the 168 who voted for its ratification, this is a swing and a miss. But I mean, at least they voted yes, right? We can't take on everyone. Cardinal Tobin, who's also owned up to, shocker, nighty night baby, right? The guy that had, uh, you know, the most ridiculous living situation uh, with an Italian, you know, some would say sex worker living in the seminary there with you. I mean, don't even get me started on this guy, Cardinal Tobin. You're living well. You're a fat ass just like Bishop McElroy, right? With a big, fat, stupid face. And as America kills, swallows, consumes its unborn, you know, a sin a thousand times a thousand worse than slavery, you old cowards, you know, you, you live it up, you eat well, you dine well, you do what you, you please yourself, right, in, in, in behind the scenes, doing whatever, whatever it is you do you old Episcopus, and, and um, you know, you don't really care about the cries of the unborn. As a matter of fact, you give shelter, you give harbor to those who aid in the murder of the unborn, a crime a thousand times a thousand worse than slavery. You are the worst kind of coward. If you're actually Catholic, then I'm so ashamed to call myself Catholic. Even the fact that you qualify as a Catholic, Cardinal 
Nighty Night Baby, Make Everyone Sick, Laughing Stock. <laughs> Tobin, you're a jerk, right? No one who takes the faith seriously does anything but revile you. We hold you in contempt. You're a joke. You're the scourge of our days, right? It's the scourge of our days that some old effeminate man like you, man like you, would be called a leader. You were elevated for one purpose, to do the work of the devil. I really, really, really hold you and McElroy and the other 53 who voted against this in uh, revilement. The U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops has voted to proceed with drafting a formal statement on the meaning of communion, which will include whether President Biden and other politicians should be denied the right based on their stance on abortion, according to The Hill. The action item for the Committee on Doctrine to start a teaching document on the Holy Eucharist passed 168 to 55, with six bishops abstaining from the vote. The bishops need to read a teaching document on the Eucharist. Right, right. <laughs> the document will be up for a debate subject to amendments and voted on at the group's next meeting in November. You know this thing is going to be cold comfort for those of us who want the guilty to hang. We want the guilty to hang. Let the guilty hang for abortion. You think America can get back to its blessed roots in Christianity while we have this most grave sin on our collective heads? Roe versus Wade, Doe versus Bolton, Planned Parenthood versus Casey. We are the infanticidist post-republic, ex-republic. And you have just taken one more chop at the tree, which will eventually fell it. It will eventually fell the giant republic. It's already morally dead. You stand for nothing. I mean, you stand for nothing. This is the most obvious issue. We have a, a fetus murdering, supporting president. And you can't even say, if, take one step away from your five-star cuisine and your four-star hotel living or whatever those might be crossed up and, and say, look, I live a very good life, a bejeweled, bedazzled, fabulous life as a Roman Catholic bishop. We all know what you're up to. And so does the Lord. The Lord sees everything. But let me just take pause here and get out from behind the scenes and at the very least stick my neck out this much for these little babies, for whom after Roe versus Wade, it's been illegal to make abortion illegal for all 50 states. And this old moral ruin, this old soulless witch of a president we have, Joe Biden, who calls himself a Catholic, falls under your purview, collectively the USCCB. I mean, you're not all Wilton Gregory's, not everyone can be so fancy free and light stepping in the loafers as to be the, the Cardinal Archbishop of the Sea of Washington, DC, but he falls under your purview. And you, for the first time since JFK, could actually say a, a morally relevant word to the US president on the matter of abortion, a binding morally relevant word, and you whiff like this. 
When asked at a press conference on Thursday following the vote, if Biden, who is only the second Catholic president, should be able to receive communion, Bishop Kevin Rhodes of Fort Wayne, South Bend said, I can't answer that question. We will be looking at, at that whole issue of Eucharistic consistency. When you look at canon law, that is the decision of his bishop. That wasn't the question. The question, Bishop Rhodes, Bishop Kevin Rhodes, was whether or not he should be able to receive communion. Whether he should be able to receive communion. That's, that's an ought. We're asking what the platonic form for the conditions for the possibility of Eucharistic reception are. Should, ought, should Bishop, uh, President Biden be able to receive communion? You can't answer that question. You old girl, you, you old grown-up coward, you should be able to answer that question. All these, this is the problem when you get a bunch of effeminate old bishops that throw like girls. They're groomed to be there. They're emplaced because they throw like girls. They refuse to do anything. You, and you're lying. You lied through your teeth. When you look at canon law, that's a decision of his bishop. We know, but that's not, that's not the question. The question is, wasn't, are you his bishop? No. The question was, should he be able to? Sorry, go ahead. Only girls think drafting letters is like super, like, whoa, bro, that's <laughs> a teaching document? Like, that's like the ultimate Karen type thing. Like, oh, I'm writing a letter to your boss. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's so embarrassing. We have like babies being slaughtered and our bishops are like, we're considering possibly, maybe, maybe, I don't know, we'll see, drafting a letter. Yeah, a teaching right. document. You can't. It's a freaking. You can't write this kind of thing. You can't. You can't write fiction that's reflective of the oddity of having a bunch of effeminate old men who everyone thinks are a bunch of homosexuals, whether or not it's actually true. We're all convinced of it. That's my opinion, right? A bunch of old, reputed homosexuals, according to anyone you know, that you ask, Catholic or non-Catholic, a bunch of a, a feet old, well-fed, overstuffed windbags who are enablers of evil. They can't even, even the ones that are kind of trying to be courageous, they can't even just come out and be like, dude, this is abortion. <laughs> this is, literally babies are being killed once a, every like minute and a half. How many get killed? I just heard the statistic the other day and we're sitting there saying that if we write this letter, which, which reminds the president that he has blood on his hands, direct blood, not SJW blood, where it's blood thrice removed. He's an abortion supporter. It might offend him or it might, um, it might Royal party politics. What? Who cares? Who cares? Church law doesn't allow for national policies, so even if following the release of the teaching document, the USCCB votes to deny pro-abortion rights politician communion, it would need approval from the Vatican. 
which is highly unlikely. The USCCB has been criticized for possibly rushing the vote and crafting of the teaching document in order to have it finished ahead of the 2022 election. Remember, this is the Hill. I don't think it's being rushed. I think this is a kind of typical length of time for a pastoral statement, Rhodes said. It never really crossed my mind, the politics of it, as far as the timing. The USCCB concluded its three-day June General Assembly meeting on Friday. Pope Francis this week cautioned American bishops against denying communion to politicians and warned that communion can't be used as a political weapon. That's, there's no such thing as a political weapon. That's an analogy. That's an extended metaphor. Can you stop Pope Francis talking in extended metaphors? It's not an actual weapon. They can, what they're not allowed to do, the bishops, is use actual weapons on politicians, right? You can say anything is, is a, a weapon. If you, if you pray for someone, you can say that that, that prayer is, is a weapon against that person's opponents. Pope Francis won't speak directly to the point. The group moved ahead with their debate this week, despite the Pope's warning. Good. No one listens to the Pope anyway. I mean, this, this Pope is, even the ridiculous USCCB can't rise to the level of ridiculousness of this Pope. No one listens to him. The Vatican also advised the USCCB to preserve unity when discussing abortion issues and that it should not lead to divisions. Okay, well then what do we do if we have a bunch of dissenters? Holiness, what do we do? What do you mean? It, 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 it's not leading to divisions. When we realize we have a bunch of, you know, commie apparatchiks who give us misdirection and miscue from the perspective of homo commie apparatchiks that have infiltrated the episcopate that are for killing little human beings that are for the legalization of the killing of human beings the propag propagation of the legalization of the killing of little human beings and catholic congress people and and executives like president biden are also for the same thing. How do we not have division? They've preponderated. They have gained political power. So they're causing the division, merely reminding them of our doctrine. Look, you guys are hellbound. You guys are fast on the route to hell. Don't, and you're not allowed to receive communion. That's a matter of fact. You're supposed to recuse yourself. If you have any grave matter on your soul, you're not in a state of sanctifying grace. Of course, I mean, this is second grade catechesis. But since we all know that he's not, someone like Biden or Pelosi are not making good confessions, you can't be making a good confession every week and, and staying uh, recalcitrant in your commitment to the gravest mortal sin, right? Killing of the most innocent in the womb. This is when the bishop steps in and does it for you. This isn't the weaponized. I mean, maybe it is. I, I don't care. It's the weaponization of the Eucharist. Okay, let's just start buying the premise. Okay, fine. The Eucharist is weaponized, but doctrine obtains. <laughs> doctrine abides. The teaching of the church, the truth, the good, the holy, the beautiful wins out. I don't care. Okay, fine. So that's the weaponization of the Eucharist. If you want to use gay, flowery 
lefty language for it, fine. Okay, let's weaponize the Eucharist. Maybe we need to start talking like this. See? See how that works? See how when we don't run from their little metaphors, it, it robs them, divests them of all their power? Okay, fine. We weaponize the Eucharist. Biden, you're going to hell if you don't stop enabling the killing of babies. How's that? I just weaponized hell too. And you know what else? I'm going to figure out all these other metaphors I can weaponize too. I weaponized confessional. You better get your fat ass to confession, you old ruin, you old murderer. Get yourself to confession. You're a murderer. You have blood on your hands. Do that. See how I just weaponized that? I'll weaponize anything. You sit here long enough and I'll... Yeah, see, you, we need to start divesting the left of their power, going, well, we're not weaponizing the Eucharist. No one knows what the fuck that is. What's weaponizing the Eucharist? What does that mean? People, pull your heads out, man. This is 2021, all right? They say all this stupid crap, like weaponizing the Eucharist. I don't know what that means. But what we need to do is save the lives of little babies. What's the matter with all of you? Do you get it? Do you not understand? that this really, really matters? Do you not understand that these 55 old effete cowards, effeminate old girls, right? Wrinkled old, disgusting, vile, pathetic lowlifes that live far better than you and I need to have their fat asses dragged out of there. Metaphorically, I'm, meta- I'm weaponizing a metaphor. Metaphorically, they need to be dragged out of their comfort, metaphorically, and they need to be shown that they're murderers and they're enabling murder. And same thing with these politicians, right? Metaphorically, it's all a metaphor. See, ha, 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 we can all have fun making analogies. I like it too. We are, we're weaponizing the Eucharist. We're weaponizing the confessional. They're weaponizing ambiguity as they always do. You see how this works? We can do it too. Okay, fine. We weaponize the Eucharist. Fuck it. Who cares? I don't care. I don't care, man. Babies are dying. They're dying on your dime and my dime. They're dying on the legislative prerogative of these old wicked crackpots. They're all witches, man. They're Luciferians. They're dying at the behest of some sort of global elite class that is metaphysically committed to keeping abortion legal, my friends. Do you not get it? Guys, guys. In 1775 and 1776, our forebears had a revolution because there was a small tax, a small tariff, even even less offensive technically, placed on their breakfast beverage. Okay? Okay, do you get how that stacks up compared to, to what's going on? What's been going on in this country? What's been going on in the world? The last decades? The last year? Year and a half? the last weeks, with these vile, old, corrupt, evil Luciferians running the world, and these vile, old guys like Tobin and McElroy, who literally, they're such old, pathetic boomers. They don't even know how to send texts or tweets, right? And they show all the world under their skirts, right? (laughs) They show everyone, nighty night, baby. Do you know how much we know about these people? And we still don't do anything here. We're just being metaphorical now. They need to be dragged from their comfort, metaphorically speaking. 
And we do that by writing really direct letters. And they need to be shown the reality, the reality of Catholic teaching. That's what I'm talking about. They need to be enlightened. This teaching document had better be good, my friends. It had better be good. It had better be good. It better mention Biden. It better mention Pelosi. I don't want this thing to be nameless. Why would it be nameless, right? Biden is the leader of the free world. He supports child murder. Pelosi is the most powerful woman in the world. She supports child murder. The killing of innocent baby human beings, a sin that's a thousand times a thousand worse than pick whichever one. I don't care. Slavery, whatever. Segregation, whatever. This is a million times worse. All right? Wake up. Wake up. How much more will it take? I'm so sick of the right-wing metaphors, the frog in the water, right? We're all frogs in boiling water. Yeah, okay, so hop out of the water. What are we supposed to do? I don't don't know exactly what we're supposed to do. What we need to do, though, is to get real serious. Tell these old ruins, you're a joke. We know what you're doing. We won't stand for it. The jig is up. We're metaphorically dragging you out of your comfort. I don't even know what that means. It means approaching them after mass or when you see them (laughs) in public and you're like, I disagree with you. You're wrong. Even just saying that these guys are so used to being applauded everywhere they go and fed apparently that they're just not used to even somebody coming up to them being like, you're wrong. You're wrong. And you're doing a bad job and you're not serving Christ. Yeah. So that's what I mean. At the very least, you're not serving Christ because you don't love Christ. Look, you're, you're a servant of the other side. Repent. Change your ways. You're still a bishop of the church, technically. You're a servant of the other side. You're a double agent. Not even a good one, right? Everyone knows you're sending love texts to your paramour. Yeah, right. You're the worst, fattest, stupidest looking, smiling double agent without a poker face. You never, you wouldn't have a poker face if your life depended on it. And you're the worst. So you're not, you're not even any good as an agent for the other side. We all know you're, you're a homosexualist. You're an abortionist, you know, in terms of what you believe in. That's what that IST means. It means you believe in it. Whether or not you make these practices yourself, I wouldn't have an abortion myself. I wouldn't, I'm not a practicing homosexual myself. (laughs) Prove it. But still, we know what your point of view is. We know what your worldview is. Repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. I say unto you, my friends, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, convert, come back to the light. We need to repudiate abortion. We can't go any further as a nation until we repudiate abortion. The other side is diabolically committed to it. It it is metaphysically protected by preternatural powers. They start talking about revolution on the other side if we start talking about getting rid of abortion. Isn't that weird? Why? Why would this be so important that they get to kill little babies? It seems like they'd be ashamed of it. And uh, we got it. We had abortion for 50 years or so, and we got away with that one, you know, so I, I, cool, I guess our time is up. But instead, they're rooted in. They have all the leftist bishops. They have the leftist pope. They have the leftist globalist agenda. Look, they're, they're Moloch worshipers. You know, we have to keep abortion. 
murdering little babies is the, the mark of their allegiance to the other side. I don't know what it is exactly behind the scenes, but it has something to do with that, my friends. You got it, uh, particularly if you live under one of these old fat-faced morons, you know, like Tobin or McElroy, you got you to tell these guys after mass, look, we know what you're doing. We're not going to stand for it. We don't like it. God bless you guys, man. I, it's, burn it and salt the earth. God bless you guys.